so Batman and X-Men came out right around I the same time. I also watched a lot of X-Men. Same. Comics. And Gargoyles. That was always oh, Gargoyles was really good. It was so good. But X-Men, I went and rewatched a few. And I remember as a kid thinking, like, this is the pinnacle of, like, comic book cartoon. This is, like, mm-hmm. good TV. It takes itself really seriously. It's really nailing it. And Batman, you go back and watch it, and it's like, no, it's really, really well done. Like, the art mm-hmm. style is really innovative and interesting. The, like, world they built for Gotham. Even, like, they let you actually, like, see things happen. And it doesn't just have to be, like, wall-to-wall talking. Which you know I appreciate, because I hate wall-to-wall talking. <laughs> Howdy, it's Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022, and this is episode 188 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? We are good. This whole show is a celebration of us, because today is the seventh anniversary of the release of episode number one of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. That probably means that we recorded the first episode like seven years ago yesterday. So when you all listen to it like two weeks in the future or whatever Craig posts this, you can you can think back on that and how much better we were back then. <laughs> no, I think the first episode I think took like a week. It took a while to get that up. You didn't know what you were doing and Yeah. And then in honor of that the last episode took like five days. It took a week, right? So I really I really wanted to go back to my roots. And just sit on it and think about it a lot. And then, as you heard, if you listened to the last episode, not really edit it that much either. I think that sounds right. I think the 15th may have been when we recorded the first episode. But we didn't say the date in the first few episodes. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know. There's no way to know. I might still have the file somewhere and I could look in the metadata. I certainly have the files around, so I can also look. Let us pause the podcast. I mean, no, not no, no. pause the recording. It doesn't doesn't have to happen. Do right it now. during the show right yes. now. Let's go. Just like last episode. Indeed, it's what the people want. So that's the most important history. Right. There's some other stuff we can talk about, though. Yeah. In 1888, you found a photo of the boardwalk from the Library Company of Philadelphia. Seems legit. Yeah, there's like some crazy looking tower thing that if it wasn't 1888, I'd assume is some sort of like the drop rides at at carnivals and stuff. But given it was, it probably was pretty boring. Yeah, I think it's just an observation tower. I've never seen that in any picture of Atlantic City before. Yeah, no, I've never seen any of this. I've never, you know, there's baths, Lindley's baths. It looks very Red Dead Redemption 2, like the facades Mm -hmm. of all the stuff on the boardwalk looks very Old West. Uh, lots of people on the boardwalk. I, I love the guy with the Cleveland sign, you know, got to get out for the uh, presidential election. Apparently it's for Cleveland's Steel Pier. What? It is not for Grover Cleveland? Oh, no, sorry. It was Cleveland's Iron Pier. Iron Pier. Oh, I thought for sure that was for Grover Cleveland. We had very little data on the Iron Pier. Mm. I believe that was the one where all we had about it was that it had live shows. But now we know. Also shows young Nucky working the beat. In the picture? Uh, no. I mean, it seems like it could. <laughs> yes. The right time period. It is. The thing that I really was surprised about was the Japanese name in the store on the boardwalk. <laughs> yeah. Shimamura and Company? And so, luckily, the Library Company of Philadelphia talks a lot about that in the little blurb, which I will link to. So, it says, Through the glass storefront window at Shimamura and Company, numerous vases and framed works are visible. 
Shingo Shimomura, along with several Japanese partners, uh, you don't need to know their names, opened the store in 1888 at Tennessee Avenue and the Boardwalk. It sold Japanese art and decorative arts. And apparently, a few years later, they opened a second store in New York City. So if you can make it in Atlantic City, then you can expand to lesser markets, such as New like York City. New York City, indeed. So I thought that was cool. I, I mean, I do really like the picture. It's good to see. A nice picture. Like, it's sh- shocking to see, like, the very full boardwalk already in 1888. Like, bustling town in 1888. Right. Quite full. I mean, this surely must be the summer. But, uh, yeah, I think the facades look pretty nice, honestly. Like, it doesn't really look that much like 1888, I don't think. Yeah, it looks fancy. I mean, it looks fancy. It looks like, I would have guessed, like, early 20th century, but I wouldn't guess kind of 19th. There's a lot of parasols. There is a lot of parasols. Because there was no sunscreen in 1888. Hmm. A sunscreen, I think, is a very recent invention. <laughs> like, in yep. our parents' lifetimes. Yep. Anyway, let's uh, move on to uh, 1988. So, what happened then? So, we've already talked about, in episode 88, Tyson Spinks at what was then Convention Hall. 91 second knockout. So we can't talk about that again, even though I just did. The other thing that happened in 1988 is even more of a stretch than this photo I found at the Philadelphia Library Company, (laughs) which is the movie Beaches was released on December 21st. And you may be saying, that's not an Atlantic City movie. I've seen Beaches. I watch it every weekend. The first scene i believe the very start of beaches i've never seen this movie i'm going by imdb was new york child performers cc bloom and san francisco rich kid hillary meet in a holiday resort in atlantic city it marks the start of a lifetime friendship between them and that's the plot summary from imdb not actually shot in atlantic city shot in coney island as far as i can tell but there's Nothing else to do with Atlantic City in the movie. It's just all about their friendship growing up. In the very short time that they show what is supposed to be Atlantic City, you get to see the famous boardwalk Mr. Peanut. And if you don't know anything about this movie, starred Bette Midler, Barbara Hershey, John Hurd, and a young Mayim Bialik way before Blossom, even before her multi-episode run on the show MacGyver, which I'm sure is what you know her from. Indeed. Beaches, 1988. I think that was actually the best segment that we've ever done on the podcast, so I'm glad we could work the last seven years to get up to that. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. That discussion of beaches was more time than beaches takes discussing Atlantic City. <laughs> Amazing. But I had to get the MacGyver reference in for my mom because my mom was a MacGyver super fan. So uh, there you go. There you go. So what's going on in our lives? Ah, I think we're going to be going to Atlantic City in uh, a week and a half. Which is crazy because last episode, you said, should we talk about a potential Atlantic City trip? This wasn't on the air. It was before. And I said, we shouldn't even talk about it because it's not going to happen. And now here we are. With here we are. Rooms booked, plans made. So what is the timeline? When are we getting there? When are we leaving? <laughs> so it's all up in the air. So rumor has it, our, our friend Taylor, who was the third person that went with us on your first Atlantic City yes. trip. He may be able to come, which is an extremely rare treat for us. So if he comes, I think we probably won't be getting there until like five because he has to work more than me that day. So you would pick him up and then go? I'd pick him up and then go. Yeah, I I assume we'll be getting there like mid to late afternoon. Okay. So I think regardless, I am just going to take the 1030 a.m. bus 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I could take the train and just make it a very leisurely trip getting there, but I think I'll just take the bus because 1030 bus gives me plenty of time to get into the city. Mm-hmm. And then that gets me to Caesars at around 1, mm-hmm. one ten, I believe, although it actually usually gets there a little faster than that. So if you're not picking them up, you'd get there uh, earlier. Yeah, c- correct. But I'm not even picking Taylor up until after 2 in Maryland, not really on my way. Yeah. <laughs> so... Your timeline of when you get there is very up in the air. It seems like I will just get there around one. It sounds like you'll be there like four hours before me. That's fine. I'll find something to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to rent a car, and it's only around 100 bucks. Yep. I'm actually surprised that you're you're not, but yes, go ahead. I know that last time, like, I really appreciated the ability to just leave whenever, and it was really nice to be able to leave later than the last bus leaves, because the last bus leaves on Saturday at 7, which seems impossible. It's an hour bus. But... There's two World Cup games on. I think I'm going to want to... you're just going to want to get blasted on Saturday. blasted, but I think I'm going to take the bus, unless the rental cars drop to like 80 or 60 bucks or something. <laughs> $20 is the difference. Yeah. Well, it's no, 80 wouldn't do it, because the the problem is the tolls and the gas, with like double the amount of the rental car. So it is a, it's a big difference between the cost of the bus and the train. It does save me like two hours total, but... The 7 p.m. bus is pretty much a perfect time, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it gives me time to get a dinner. What will probably happen is that I just won't even figure out where I want to get dinner, and then I'll be starving on the bus the whole way home. <laughs> that, that sounds exactly right. Did we even say December 2nd to December 3rd? December 2nd to December 3rd. One night trip. One night trip. I have no idea when we're leaving Saturday. I just asked Taylor if there's a specific time he has to be home or not, and he said he would get back to me, and that was, you know, 12 hours ago, so... So what if he's like, oh, yeah, I can get home at, like, midnight? Or would you stay later, or are you I still, like... I don't think I can stay that late, but, <laughs> uh... Given that I'll be leaving a little later, I, I might try to push it some, but we'll we'll see what happens. There have to be negotiations still. So, right now, you and I each have Centurion Tower panoramic view... Indeed. ...rooms booked at Caesars. Indeed. So where are we actually going to stay once, as soon as we hang up and look at all our comps and totally change everything? So I assume we would keep those. I mean, it should be a nice room and I have to keep my streak going of just booking Caesar's rooms all the time and never staying there. <laughs> so yeah. I, I might stay in resorts or something, but. I was thinking if you were staying in resorts, that if I could somehow get Hard Rock comped, I would switch to Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. But. But then. If Taylor's staying in Caesars, but, then I would right, just right, stick with right, Caesars. Right, 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 yeah. right. That was when I wasn't sure if Taylor was coming or not. I mean, if you can get Hard Rock comp, I can probably also get Hard Rock comp, and we, then we can move up there. Oh, that's true. Because and I think do we hard are rock, at hard the, rock same, the same level. Hard Rock, Hard Rock resorts. Yes, yes, resorts. Or I'm, po- I'm positive I can get Ocean. I mean, I'm not positive I haven't looked, but yeah. I should be able to get Ocean. I don't think they give me Saturdays anymore because they're mad at me, but... $209 at Ocean for me. Or I get Fridays. I cannot uh, get ocean comped. Are, are you really making me do this on the No, air? don't do it. Don't okay. do it. All right, keep talking then. As I, as I said, we will look at all this after the episode so that the trip report is totally different than everything we say yeah. at this point. So one thing we talked about offline, Diamond Celebration Dinner. We each have one. I have done the research, which I know is not my comp, MO. Comp, comp at ocean. Comp. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I told you not to do that. <laughs> I have confirmed... By simply going to a Caesars website, that both Nobu 
and Hell's Kitchen except the Diamond Celebration. Day. Yeah, we got to go to Nobu, I think. Especially, I know Taylor loves sushi. I really like sushi. So, yeah, sounds awesome to me. I think that's what we got to do with it. Yeah, go use at least one of our Diamond Celebration dinners. I know you asked a while ago, and I was like, oh, let's wait for Taylor. But why don't you book a table for three at Nobu on Friday? Okay, I'll try yeah. to do that. Yeah. So, I think that's a perfect plan. Normally, we try to go to a dive bar. Mm-hmm. So, what's the dive bar plan? Are we trying to go to Ooh. one last hurrah at Piccadilly? Are we? I mean, we're going to be at Caesars, so that puts you in the realm of Atlantic City Bar and Grill, Ducktown Tavern. Yeah, we could do Ducktown. That's probably the best one from Caesars. Uh, we yeah. could go up to like Wingcraft, maybe, or something like that. Not a dive bar, but uh, is a bar. Sure. I was picturing in my head Tony's Baltimore Grill, but that's such a walk. That's not close at all. No. I mean, Atlantic City Bar and Grill is also not that close, honestly. It's much more of a North Boardwalk thing. Yeah, I was thinking Ducktown Tavern when I said Atlantic okay. City Bar and Grill. <laughs> good, good. We'll figure something out. We'll have I mean, to go to a dive bar. The joy of going to a dive bar is you never have to plan ahead. You can just go. That's true. I mean, I think Ducktown sounds like the most reasonable plan. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how Ch- Taylor changes it up, too. He's... He's going to want to gamble more, I think, than go to bars or whatever. So Yeah, okay. Anything you have to do on this trip? Nope. You know what I'm going to say, right? Nope. Lucky snake. <laughs> you can, I mean, you'll have like 10 hours with no one else there, I'm sure. Between four on Friday and like six on Saturday. So the one thing I was very excited about when I saw the hour bus options is that one of them leaves from the Port Cochere at the showboat. At 7 p.m. And it's like, oh, built-in showboat yeah. time. But then I actually thought about it. You can take it from resorts, I think, at 7.30. Mm-hmm. And then that would mean I could go play at showboat and then go get dinner on the Orange Loop or something. And mm-hmm. like, that's probably the way to do it. Why would you do that when you have the Ace. Atlantic City eatery? It was a good cheesesteak. It was a very good cheesesteak, <laughs> I will say. That was actually in my <laughs> – you know I have a document for this trip. Oh my I God. had Ace listed as a potential dinner. That's okay. Sure. Call up your girl Haley and see if she can get you some more uh, gift cards or whatever. And I think they're done with me. I think, yeah, they've moved on. They're like, we've given this guy too much free stuff mm. already and gotten no return, as yeah. it should be. So, I mean, I have talked about how much I love it all the time. So, I don't yeah, know. I mean, what we've never said do? Jeez. <laughs> anything negative about Bart Blatstein. So. Yeah, I mean, so I have to do that. I have to do my taffy taste test. Okay. James versus Frailingers must happen. And the World Cup I mentioned, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock are the two games, I think. What round is that going to be by then? This, I think it's the first knockout round. The first knockout round. 10 o'clock, I was thinking, wake up, go to the Wild Wild West and watch the game in the sports book. 2 o'clock game, showboat, sports bar, has a huge sports bar. <laughs> they probably won't even have it on. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's nobody paying attention to what's on those screens, right? <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. All right. But we're going to Atlantic City in a week and a half. I have one more thing I have to do. Okay. In Atlantic City. Listener Paul, not to be confused <laughs> with my brother Paul, Paul B, emailed me to say that I should go give Bally some play and see what kind of offers I get. I think that's a fair point. Bally's also does a status match with a, like, match whatever free play Ooh. offer you get. Mm-hmm. So I've never played at the new Bally's under the new Twin River. Holdings. And I only I mean, Bally's played corp ownership. once 
immediately after it changed hands. Yeah. So I might even be eligible for this too. That's true. So I'm not sure. I have $50 free, free bets right now from Borgata. I'm not sure if they'll match that mm-hmm. in free play. Sure. I have like $75 in free play from the nugget. Yeah. See if what you're inactive enough do, to get it. Actually, is we should see how expensive it is for the ballets for that night. Oh. Uh, I yeah. mean, Caesars and ballets would be the optimal. That's you know, true. Two rooms to get. So I want to do the status match and give them some play. So he said that he went and played for a very brief amount of time and was getting Sunday through Thursday comps and cruise offers. <laughs> uh, so I, was, I want to see. I don't, I don't value the cruise offers no, very man. highly, I must say. And I've had that in my head for a while to do the status match, but I didn't really want to do it until I could actually play there for at least a little bit. Like not just swing by and get the match and, and leave. Mm-hmm. If they won't match my $50 free bet from Borgata, then I think they'll just give you $25 free play, which like that's fine, which is what I'm getting. That's like my next best offer anyway. So, <laughs> uh, so I take that. The Yard has a happy hour, Kyle. We could go to the Yard happy hour. Good. But you know what would have been better? Harry's Oyster Bar. Oh, that's true. Damn it. I ruined it for you. You did. Now I can never go to the Yard again. Yep. We could sit sit there for an hour and have no one serve us. But then eventually it would get served and it'd be great. Yeah, that's true. Get some delicious oysters. We need to go to Cuzzy's Pizza at some point. I Yeah, I've never been. It seems to be open more hours now than it used to be. Maybe we can go uh, Saturday for lunch or something, maybe. Yeah. Or I could go Friday for lunch on my own. Although I think I said we have to use, I have like a bunch of resort comps that are going to expire soon. That's true, too. If you book a room, you can just use them on the room. Oh, your room's going to be comped. Duh. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's resort fees, so. The other thing I have listed, last thing, I promise, at Bally's Casino Cafe and Grill. Why would you do that? You just went like a month ago and said it was terrible. So the coffee was terrible. Correction from last episode, by the way. You foolishly said, when has that space ever been used for anything other than stuff like Six of Bistro, Casino Cafe, and Grill, Water Dog? It was Buca de Beppo. It was Buca de Beppo? Yeah. It, so, it was after it was six, it was Buca. Yeah, you're right. It was an Italian place. There you go. All right. That's enough trip planning because none of the planning means anything. If you know this podcast, this is all meaningless. We're going to be staying at like freaking Golden Nugget, which actually I would say is like not that bad. Not the most unlikely situation. I do get it comp. Do you get it comp? Two two Golden Nugget rooms and a Harris room or something. That's true. I mean, we could also just have a room with two beds. That's, (laughs) we could stay in like one place. That's true. (laughs) Impossible. Impossible. They don't have the technology. No. I'm excited for my saltwater taffy taste off. <laughs> All right. So bar one is now the candy cane lounge through January 3rd because perfect candy you know, segue bar one has to be something different every five minutes. Do they have any specialty cocktails for like, you know, peppermint something or whatever? I expect, but I didn't see any information on the website. It was basically just like, this is candy cane lounge now. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of like this, like, you know, gimmick they have. I do too. I mean, I like bar one fine, but I like gimmicks even more. Yeah, it was perfectly fine when we went a couple episodes ago, a couple trips, trips ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, more than a couple episodes. Until I got COVID. But. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about music festivals. Uh-huh. There is the adjacent festival, the Adj AC Ant Festival, as we've been calling it appropriately. Last episode, we said the Bamboozle Festival was just announced. So that's two and two episodes. Now it's three and three episodes because the Tidal Wave Festival is coming back. It was there last year. 
coming back August 11th to the 13th. It's a country music festival. No lineups yet. But every two weeks, apparently, they're just going to announce a new festival on the beach or at Baderfield in Atlantic City. Are you excited for this one? All the country music? Yeah. Last year's headliner is Luke Bryan. You know, I love Morgan it. Wallen. Dierk Bentley. Those are big names in the country music uh, I, scene. I, I've heard of Luke Bryan. I can't even tell you the gender of the other two. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Dierk Bentley. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I went to his bar in Nashville. Stand it up there. It's a thing mm-hmm. that happened. Uh, tickets are on sale sometime next month, is what they're saying. Sometime in December. No lineups announced. As I said, we did get lineups for Bamboozle. We got phase one of the lineup, and phase two is coming in what they call winter semester. I have no idea what that means. They're framing the whole thing as like high school yearbooky kind of BS. They announced the dates May 5th to the 7th at Baderfield. So beating the adjacent festival by three weeks. And also not being on Memorial Day weekend, which I appreciate has that going for it. Yeah. Tickets are on sale November 25th in three days. Do you think it will crash Ticketmaster the way that Taylor Swift tickets crash Ticketmaster? I almost certainly yes. You know that anything, any music festival in Atlantic City is always the highest demand. I was actually trying to buy tickets at the same time. But not for Taylor Swift? No, not for Taylor Swift. For early 20s girl pop punk group Meet Me at the Altar, who coincidentally playing at adjacent festival. Anyways... <laughs> Here's who's playing at Bamboozle, Limp Biscuit. It's it is laughable. Rick Ross, Steve Aoki, Young Gravy, who I don't know if you know who Young Gravy is, but he's I, I got a not. popular song right now that uses the uh Rick Roll song. Oh. Never gonna give you up. And then some old emo bands, Boys Like Girls, Mayday Parade, Sayosin, who like I was super into back in the day. Say anything, the spill canvas. They were not lying when they said it doesn't make any sense because like Limp Biscuit, Rick Ross, Steve Aoki, and then Ar- a bunch of emo. Already with those three, yeah, it doesn't make sense. And then yeah, add in a bunch of stuff that you like. So a bunch of like emo from the early mid late two thousands that never got that popular is the weird thing. It's like super seen emo stuff, which you love. Like if, if you were reading and subscribing to Alternative Press magazine. In 2007, like you're really into not the headliners, but like everyone else I just mentioned. <laughs> Very weird stuff here. So are you going? Obviously, yes, right? No, no. No, I don't want to see any of these bands. <laughs> <laughs> so I liked some of these bands like Say Anything and Say Osin back at the time. But then I like go back and listen to it. And I'm like, why did I like this? Like this is it's weird stuff. Yeah. When you walk by a group of normal people chuckle to yourself patting yourself on the back as you scoff it's the same superiority complex shared by the high school jocks who made your life a living hell and it makes you a slave to the competitive capitalist dogma you spend every moment of your waking life bitching about anyways all right yeah uh, so Sun Country is going to be operating out of ACY Airport starting in May. You write just in time for the music festivals, which is true. Get the segue in. Yeah. This will be twice weekly seasonal flights from Atlantic City to Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport starting May 1st. You make the joke that they made these flights specifically for Justin W., which sounds right. Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, why only to Minneapolis? And then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yes, because 
Sun Country is based in Minneapolis, and yep. obviously you will then connect to everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's quite everywhere. I mean, I don't think their route network is that big, but it'll Massive. be slightly bigger. You want to go from Barcelona to Atlantic City? Done. Sun Country will get you. <laughs> Uh, so this will be a second airline operating out of ACY, so to go with Spirit, which is the only one ever since AA pulled out. I don't know. How long ago? I have no idea. A while ago. Atl- uh, hey, American claims that they still operate out of Atlantic City, but the way that it works is if you book Atlantic City, what you're actually doing is getting in a bus at Atlantic City, going to Philadelphia International Airport, and getting on a Philadelphia to wherever your destination is flight. Some weird stuff. That is a little weird. I don't think we've talked about that on the podcast yet. That's been in, in effect for a few months now. I can book, if I go to the AA website, a flight in quotes to Atlantic City if I wanted, but it would actually be a bus trip from Philadelphia to Atlantic City and wherever I am to Philadelphia. Yeah, I think it would list it as a connection uh-huh. from Philly to to Atlantic City or from Atlantic City to Philly. Yeah. Very interesting. I don't know. Spirit goes all to Florida for some reason. I don't get mm-hmm. what that's all about. They go to like four different five different florida florida airports and well, Myrtle beach where else would they really go because they're not all east coast or whatever but i think it makes the most sense to fly kind of from the south up to ac bwi is a huge spirit hub but it's not gonna do a one-hour flight from bwi to ACY. <laughs> doesn't make sense so bring all those old people up to the casinos they love it yeah i flew spirit a couple months ago it was perfectly fine i don't think i've ever flown spirit hmm. was you know a low-cost carrier exactly bring, what you bring wanted. a backpack only and you're totally fine all right, so what you've all been waiting for, uh, October data. Very short break between data discussions. Yeah, that's what the people demand. That's what gets us made. We'll see if we can get any data for next episode right. instead of the trip report. So October data, uh, the casinos made $220 million, which is down uh, a little bit over 12% from September and a little bit over 7% from October of 2021. Uh, so that's not great, but it was... A five weekend month in 2021, and like only a four and a half weekend month, which meant there was five Saturdays, but only four Fridays this year. I feel like that's a little more than four and a half. Maybe it's, it's like, like four yeah. and two thirds. I, I agree. Four <laughs> and two thirds. It's not great that it's down so much of the casinos. Every casino is down year over year, with the exception of Borgata, which is up 1%, and Hard Rock, which is up 4%. Uh, and pretty much everyone else is down pretty big. Ocean's down 6%. Yeah. Everyone else is down between 11 and 18 and a half or something like that. It's bad. Yep. 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 So I think of these, uh, Bally's for, I think the first time in a while is in last place, but yep. I put this together today. So I was looking, Bally's had a legitimately horrible month luck wise. So I think that's why, uh, they came in last. They're about, uh, oh, $1.2 million less than Golden Nugget, which is in second place. And so second yeah, to last place, second, second <laughs> to last place. Yes. I think something that doesn't come through, like I said, Bally's had a, just an awful month in terms of luck and golden nugget had a legitimately very good month. And so <laughs> that $12 million is like pretty bad given that. Yeah. It's uh, a big swing for, for both of them. Tropicana also, which had a, an absolutely awful month, $17 million also had a very unlucky month, I think for them. So yeah, Trop, Harris and Caesars are all down 17 to 18%. So CET, bloodbath. It's bad. Yeah, I mean, Bally's 10.8 million is very ugly, but like you said, bad luck. And and when you're in that range of, you know, 10.8, 12, 15 million, a little bit of bad luck 
makes the numbers percentage look really so, bad. <laughs> so see this, are we going to, by the end of the year, have a uh, seven digit month for someone? Oof. I don't, we didn't last year, right? We did, we did not last year. I think no. I think there's only right. two more months. I think December is probably usually better than October, November. I say that, but we can look at the data right now. I think November is normally the worst month. Yeah. I think December is usually a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, it has New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah. So right. in 2021, November was worse, significantly worse than October. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Five yeah. Bucks? I don't know. It could push it. Like Golden Nugget, I think is actually who I'd be worried about. Five bucks. Five bucks. You think there's going to be a yeah under ten million? Uh, I actually do think there's going to be an under ten million, oh, but on, I'll Greg. I'll still bet you five bucks. All right, all right. Though. I'll go on the side of optimism. I think it would be Golden Nugget are huge underdogs not to go under ten million dollars. <laughs> I think no, no one else. I don't think is going to do it. But I mean, you never know. Bally's wasn't that far off this month. But right. Like I said, their luck was was pretty bad. If Golden Nugget even has like an average month next month, I think they'll be under ten. I'll probably go give Bally's like fifty bucks. So. Yeah, there keep, you go. Keep there that in go. mind. They've got 50 bucks coming to them. I'll go and hit some ridiculous Dragon Lake jackpot for like $2 million. <laughs> Just totally tank them. Uh, I think in, in terms of the like big takeaways, it's a lot of the same. You know, there's three casinos doing well and a lot of casinos not really doing that great. Yep. And I think all in all, this was a fairly disappointing month, which we also said about last month. So we'll see what happens going forward. I think this is significantly more disappointing than last month. Like last yeah. month was like, oh, that's not great. Like on keeping with trends. And this is like, oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's bad. We have so much time. We could have talked about all this development stuff that I have listed to save for later. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean. What, you want to go to bed? Yeah, it's bedtime. I'm going to go play Lego Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. I find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for Send Craig tweets at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin while that platform's still around, which I think that's all overblown. Seems fine. Oh, but- we, we have a Hive account. Hive Social oh, apparently is, is where everyone in quotes is going in case Twitter dies. And by everyone, I mean it has about a million users, which is like nothing. I've never heard of this. I've heard of Mastodon. Yeah, so uh, so Hive is like the new thing that everybody, I think maybe jokingly, is saying that they're starting accounts on. But I parked Dufaru in there just in case. So if you can find it, it's very hard to find accounts on it, which is the mark of any good social media platform. (laughs) Search for Dufaru win. We're on there. I don't have a Mastodon account. Oh, no. Somebody's (laughs) going to steal it. And you can send Craig questions to doforwin at gmail.com so he can ignore them. Yes. Hey, I didn't ignore Paul talking about Pally's because there's something in it for me. That's right. If you want Craig to answer your emails, make sure there's something in it for him. Pretty much. I mean, that's true for any walk of life. All right. Any last thoughts? USA, England, Friday. It's a big match. Yeah. Truly, my heritage is just fighting each other. That's right. (laughs) No, I don't care at all about England. Born in England, but raised in America. Very yeah. American. Parents American, grandparents American. Born in England. Play on a hockey team called the Americans. Is it like the show with like a you know backwards K? <laughs> no, it's because there was a New York Americans hockey team way, mm. way, 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 way back in the day. You should be the Atlantic City Seagulls. We should. Oh my goodness. We should. You're welcome. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and get, you know, 
$200, you know, Mitchell and Ness jerseys as your. Yeah. It's worth it. We just got new jerseys. They were like 100 bucks. Jerseys uh, are see? expensive. You may as well just buy the uh, Mitchell and Ness versions. It's true. So, who are you reading for? USA England? <laughs> <laughs> Though I did have a wonderful time at Millwall last summer. I think I'll be pulling for the US. Yeah, no, no Millwall players on I, the England national team. I signed up for. Uh, peacock premium or whatever for 99 cents a month for the next 12 months for to Spanish. get it in sweet sweet univision while i was sitting at work oh it's perfect i i have it on my phone at work it's just muted i don't need to hear the talking so i just have it on my phone no, next you're not to my... listening to u.s national team legend tab ramos on univision You've no wasted your life no there was an article on the athletic that just came out today about the uh, denim jerseys from 1994 it's really good you should go read it <laughs> So good. It's the greatest jersey ever created. People apparently hated it at the time. I was 10. The first time I saw it, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever made. I don't understand. Like, still to this day, when people are like, that's a terrible jersey, I just, I can't, it doesn't even compute in my head that anyone would think it was bad. I mean, I think if you look at the, and I'm not talking about jerseys because I don't care. Okay. You know, about the truth of the game. Like, surely England should win, but we're talking about England here. So I feel like they're kind of going to lose, right? Yeah, they play too defensive. They're not going to win. I mean, they're, I don't think they have the most talent. Like, I don't think they're as talented as Brazil like, or you know, maybe France. Or Argentina. Laugh, 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 yeah. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Argentina is just cursed, but. Yeah, you come out, you win 6-2 to two in the first round. Iran's not bad. Like, they're truly not bad, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the U.S. versus them. We'll see. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. Any of the three results would not surprise me. So. Against England? And and again, I would be surprised, I think, all things being equal, with the U.S. winning in normal circumstances, but just because it's England, you never know. They'll find some hilarious way They'll to lose. They'll find some way to lose, yeah. yeah. Their goalie's just going to miss, like, three back passes or something. Yeah. So. Or probably involving Harry Maguire. Something, something will go horribly wrong for them. Wasn't that, like, the World Cup, like, two seasons ago where their goalie just, or two World Cups ago where their goalie just missed, like... Against the U.S. back pass, and it just went not against the U.S. Oh, against someone else. No, I don't know. In Maybe, probably. And yeah, England though, like they should be able to create a team of players that didn't even make their team that would like get out of a group stage in the World Cup. Yeah, like I feel that way. Same thing with like Canada hockey. Oh, like, yeah. People talk about like, oh, the selection process for Canada hockey must be so hard. It's like, yeah. no, you can throw darts at any Canadian name, yeah. and you're getting right. like. Still the best team in the world. Let let me tell you what's like, you know, a big disadvantage for the U.S. compared to teams like England or whatever, Germany or Brazil or whatever. Like when they expanded the roster to whatever it is, 25 or 26 now, because let me tell you, the 26th Brazilian player is like a legitimately amazing player. And like the 26th best U.S. player is like some shitty player. Jordan Morris from the Seattle Seattle (laughs) Hey, he played in the first game. (laughs) He did. Why did he? For for reasons. Oh, God. Anyways. I mean, anytime you've got Giovanni Reina on the bench, you can't put him in. Jordan Morris in there. So that's the World Cup cast. Yeah. I think this should, this can be our new segment, uh, post, (laughs) like, replacing the, uh, the, the Boardwalk Empire thing for the next one episode, I think, before the World Cup's over. I mean, if, if only they could still have, uh, Wondolowski on the team. That's the only thing that would be better. I love Wando. Oh, oh my God. He's... All right. MLS's all-time leading scorer. He is, like, the worst soccer player ever, at least in World Cup history. In, in his one appearance for five minutes where he missed a difficult where he chance. missed a wide-open goal <laughs> that would have made us have the most improbable win in World Cup history. In a game where the Belgium had, like, 98% possession. Right. <laughs> and had, like, 15 shots on goal in regulation, yeah. and it was still the best scoring chance was Wando. Just, just 
cranking it over the net from six inches in front of the goal. Yeah. The worst part is that he only made the team to finish For that chance. That, yeah, like, he had no skills other than just being, like, Finishing. the ultimate poacher, like, around <laughs> the net of, like, just, like, a ball will show up at his feet and then he'll put it in. And, like, that happened in that game and he yep. just couldn't do it. Yep. Terrible. If they were wearing those denim jerseys, he would have scored. <laughs> All if right. they were wearing those denim jerseys, Tim Howard would have given up, like, eight goals. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right. Anyway, uh, we'll talk to you guys later, hopefully with a trip report next time. Yeah. If there's no trip report, it's just going to be 45 minutes of uh, World Cup talk. <laughs> yeah, Chris Wondolowski, fan club talk. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we made it seven years. It's a long run. <laughs> it was like Chris Wondolowski that drove us apart. <laughs>